Hey everybody, welcome to today's Jumpstart. My name is Ray Reynolds. It's really early today, this morning, and I'm sitting out in my backyard. It's so beautiful outside. The day of, re- of this recording is July 4th. It's just beautiful outside. And this morning I came across John 14, verse number 1. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. And that's Jesus talking. And I can't help but think about the state of this country and the state of this world. The fact that it's Independence Day today. We have so much to be thankful for. We have so much to praise God for. But Jesus in verse 1 of chapter 14 in the book of John says, Let not your heart be troubled. I had a friend text me last night. He said, Ray, I see Christians, and I'm hearing Christians that are so afraid. They're so afraid of the COVID-19 virus. I started to think about that this morning a lot. Sometimes it's hard to understand why Christians are so afraid. But we have to remember, not everybody's faith is where our faith is. Not everybody believes the word like you necessarily do. When I read Psalm 91 and I I read that no plague will come near my house, I actually believe it. But there are Christians that don't even know Psalm 91. There are Christians that really don't understand that God does protect them. That's why it's so important to read the word. How could you, how can you not let your heart be troubled if you're not reading the word? We do have a choice. We do have a choice. But the news is, I don't know, it's it's getting more and more discouraging every day. I don't even, I've chosen not to watch it. There, There are times that I will watch it. But it changes my, it changes the way I think. I feel that I feel that life is being taken many aspects of life is being taken from us. I also feel that Governor Newsom here in California has no right to take away com- completely take away the fact that if we want to go to church and worship, we should be allowed to do that. It's funny. It's not funny, but it it's actually sad. That grocery stores can stay open, liquor stores can stay open, abortion clinics can stay open, restaurants even outside can stay open. But you can't even have social distancing at a church. I'm sorry, but if you don't believe that the enemy is not at play here, then you are really deceived. We are truly, truly living in the end times. I I, I believe it with all of my heart. One thing we need, we need church. We need to, the Bible says, do not stop meeting together. 
as some some do. I, I, I get it. I, I, I just don't understand the contradictory rules and regulations. I don't understand why we can social distance at a restaurant and at a liquor store and at, at Costco and at, at the abortion clinics and at all these different other places. But we can't dis- social distance at church. It makes no sense. But John 14, 1, let not your heart be troubled. We have a choice. We have a choice to either worry and live in fear and be anxious or to let not our heart be troubled knowing that Jesus has got our back and Jesus is going to take care of us and Jesus is never going to leave us. The Bible says, be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. That gets hard when there's no there's no money in your account or you're facing an eviction or you don't know how you're going to recover from not working for so long or or maybe you don't know where your next job is going to come from after this pandemic. I truly believe we need to seek God like never before. This word, it's a guidebook to life. It's a love letter from God. I can't tell you how many times I've opened up the word and I felt like God was texting me. <laughs> he was texting me, saying, Ray, don't walk that way, or Ray, don't do that, or He spoke something directly into my life through the word that I was over something that I was going through at that very moment. I sit out here and I look at the beauty of God's creation. And I realize there's so many people living in fear, many of them Christians, because their faith isn't strong. But there's really only one way that your faith will grow. One, through the word of God. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And God speaking through his word. We get so caught up in all the wrong things. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. The word has to be our foundation for everything. The word has to be so engrafted into our hearts and minds that we can look at our circumstances and know Hey, that's what it looks like right now. But I know God said this about that. If you have if you have if you're having trouble with your finances right now, or you don't know how you're going to make it. You have to know that God said he shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. He's not going to fail you. That doesn't mean we sit back and do nothing. We do all that we can. Because faith without works is dead. But God also wants us trusting in the fact that he's going to provide for us. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. 
Do you believe in God when it comes to your job? Do you believe in God when it comes to your finances? Do you believe in God when it comes to your health? Maybe you got a bad doctor's report. But what does it say in Mark 16? Lay hands on the sick and they will recover. What does it say in, I believe, in, in the book of Peter? It says, First Peter, I believe it is. It says, by his stripes you were healed. Isaiah 53, by his stripes you were healed or are healed. Are these verses locked down? Are these verses the foundation of who you are as a person? When trouble and, tr and trials and storms and tribulation comes, does the verse, no weapon formed against me shall prosper, come to mind? Does the verse, if God is for me, then who can be against me, come to mind? When my friend texted me last night, he said, Ray, I cannot believe all these Christians that are so fearful. And I agreed with him. And I still do agree with him. I, I can't believe it either. But we have to realize that we are all walking in different levels of faith. And it's based on how much word we're getting. Little word, little faith. Some word, some faith. A lot of word, a lot of faith. We have to we have to understand that there's gonna be people that are gonna be afraid because let's be honest, they they don't they either don't read the word or they don't believe the word or both. We gotta read the word, meditate on the word, receive it, and believe it. I got to tell you, the word is the only thing that's kept me going through this pandemic. God has, God has said to me over and over again, I'm doing a new thing. Do you not perceive it? I'm making streams in the desert. What, what's your stream in the desert? Because God is doing a new thing. Church is never going to be the same again. This world is never going to be the same again. We are coming now against we are coming now against the enemy. If you if you don't see that, something is wrong. We are battling an enemy like never before. But we have to remember the enemy isn't the, the enemy isn't the people. The enemy isn't Governor Newsom or political leaders. The enemy is principalities of darkness in high places. We have to remember that. I believe we're going to be called. We're, we're, each one of us are going to be called out very soon. I believe there's going to be a separation of the sheep and the goats, the followers and the conformers 
are going to be identified very soon. I, I just believe it. But how can we not let our heart be troubled if we don't know what the word says? My prayer is that you'll trust and stand on that one verse alone and choose to not let your heart be troubled simply because Jesus said not to do it. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. Believe in him. Trust that he has a plan. You may not see that plan clearly, but you have to trust that he has a plan. I pray that if you're listening to this podcast today, that you'd stand on this one verse and meditate on it over and over and over again. I also pray that you'd get in the word. When you travel, do you need directions for where you're going? Or do you just jump in the car and start driving? The Bible is our guidebook to where we're going. And we're either going to one of two places. We're either going to one of two places, heaven or hell. Where are you going? We don't get there by works. We don't get to heaven by works. We don't get to heaven by being good people. We get to heaven by the goodness, grace, and mercy of Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. Jesus said that in John 14, 1. I pray that if you're listening to this and you don't know who Jesus is, that you would seek him because if you seek him, you will find him. If you knock on the door, he will answer it. If you ask him to reveal himself, he will reveal himself to you. We have to stop playing around. My heart has been heavy over the last few days and week because things are so different. My spirit is heavy for those who don't know Jesus. My spirit is heavy for those that think life is going to just return to normal. My friends, if you're a Christian, stop being quiet, stop being silent, stop hiding in the background. You are called to be a light on a hill. You are called to be the salt of the earth. You are called to reflect Jesus in all that you say and do. No, we'll never be perfect. God is working on us every day. But he wants us to stand and speak and love others and point to Jesus in everything we do. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. And remember, we walk by faith and not by sight.